30 jobs in 30 years. That's crazy to think. I've had 30 jobs in 30 years. Slidell, this is my associate, Bob Porter. Hi, Bob. Bob, you want to go ahead and grab a seat and join us for a minute or two. You see, what we're actually trying to do here is we're just, we're trying to get a feel for how people spend their day at work. So if you would, would you walk us through a typical day for you? Yeah. Great. Well, I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. Uh, I use the side door, that way Lumberg can't see me. <laughs> and uh, after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Tell but, him space out yeah I just stare at my desk but it looks like I'm working I do that for uh, probably another hour after lunch too I'd say in a given week I probably only do about 15 minutes of real actual work uh, Peter would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more oh yeah let me tell you something about TPS reports I did an informal poll. I asked a bunch of people I knew why they work. And pff, about 85% said to pay my bills, of course. And the rest of the people said to do stuff, to be around people, to stay busy. Work gives me purpose. So I kind of researched it too, and I have an awesome book I look at that talks about like the, the reasons and the, the desires and why people work and gives information about drive and you know, it really talks about why humans work. Since the beginning of time, humans had to gather, hunt and gather, and make shelter. So, you know, they had to literally kill their food and then prepare the food and eat it and then make a shelter, and that's how we survived. So we're still kind of doing that. The hunt is our job and the gathering is going to the grocery store and the shelter is us buying a house or getting an apartment so it's the same basic thing you know we have to earn money for survival I've talked before about Maslow's hierarchy of needs and that bottom that bottom level is that food um, shelter, shelter water, water stuff. stuff so here we are we're we're doing that I'm going to list the 30 jobs I've had in 30 years and then after I list them, I'm going to talk about them specifically, like the ones I really liked and the things I learned at some of the jobs. Not all of them, just a few. Um, so here we go. Baskin Robbins, Dairy Queen, Grocery Store, Original House of Pancakes Hostess, Denny's Waitress, America's Photo Studio, Lecter's Kitchen Store. In college, I worked at a cafeteria, a photo studio, the front desk at the rec center. In college, I also worked at a White Hen, a dental office on the north side, a Baskin-Robbins on the north side. After college, I worked at a flower farm, a corner plant stand, a tree farm, bumpers restaurant. I worked at a temp office. I worked in a plastic factory, a collection agency, a cheese factory, a dog groomer. I worked as a waitress at the Beltline Cafe and at Applebee's. I was also a teller at a bank. I worked in the front desk of a hospital. I was a home visitor for a hospital. I worked in a high school. I have a private practice, and I do speaking engagements. So 30 jobs in 30 years. Let's see, the things I learned, I guess I highlighted a couple of the things I learned at some of these jobs. I started working when I was 13, so 30 jobs in 30 years, so interesting. My first job was at a Baskin Robbins on the south side. And I became, you know, you scoop ice cream, scoop, scoop, scoop. 
And back then, I think the scoops were 90 cents. So the scoop, one scoop of ice cream is less than a dollar, and I think it was like, you know, we just scooped ice cream all day, put them on sugar cones, plain cones. I don't even think we had waffle cones back then. They didn't have blizzards, blasts, or whatever they call them. What I learned at that job was so interesting. It was my first, it was my first experience with, <laughs> basically I worked there for a year. At 13, I started working there and all, I didn't do sports growing up. I just worked. So my friends from the neighborhood would come in after they played softball or baseball and I would serve them ice cream. So I was just like my first sport, I guess, I, I think. It was like super active and social and I got really good at it. Um, but I learned some crazy terrible lesson. I was there for about a year at 13, so I turned 14 while I worked there and everyone started quitting. And I was the one with most seniority at 14. And I was like assistant manager or some crap at 14. I keep saying that age because it's crazy. But the dude came into the deep freezer and touched me one day. Just put his arm around me from behind, around my waist, so he didn't touch me like too much. But like, he put his arm around me and said something really sexual, and I left. I took my apron off <laughs> and walked out of that place so fast and never went back. So that's my lesson. It was like, ah start to investigate why people are quitting all around me and why I'm assistant manager at 14. It was pretty interesting actually. Then I worked end of high school. We're going to fast forward. Something else I learned. <clears throat> I was a hostess in a really cool restaurant called the Original House of Pancakes, not to be confused with IHOP. It was a franchise in the Chicagoland area and I loved it something about running around in that restaurant and giving people what they wanted and like helping them and I just really I just loved it and what I learned was I had fun one of my old dear old friends worked with me and we just had a ball we were our authentic selves the whole year I worked there but towards the end I was about to go away to college and one of the managers said hey we want you to be a waitress. And I remember looking at all the waitresses that worked there and they had like, you know, Southside, you know, um, Southside Chicago sports cars. They had like Camaros and, <laughs> you know, Trans Ams and stuff. And they were like, I looked up to them, but then I kind of knew, man, they make a lot of money. I mean, a couple hundred bucks on a Saturday morning, that's a lot of money and tips. Um, I just remember thinking, man, I can get trapped here really quick. And so I just remember, I don't know if I want to get trapped here, um, but it was so tempting. So I remember learning that lesson, like, ah, you know, follow your instincts. I guess that was the lesson. Um, I worked, I'm going to fast forward. I also worked on a flower farm, right? When my husband and I decided to get married, we <laughs> were kind of unconventional and we just worked in a flower farm all summer. This is right when I left Chicago to come to the, the rural area a couple hours west of Chicago and we worked side by side all summer in this this beautiful valley it smelled the flowers were beautiful it was just him and I working side by side planting cuttings so they were just like pieces of plant we'd shove them in the pots <laughs> plant them and then set them aside so this dude and his wife had this awesome valley and we just planted cuttings all day every day but it was like the best job. I mean, we had like, they let us have music on really loud and like, um, 
just laugh and talk all day and just we got a bunch of stuff done but I think it really kind of inspired both of us to well especially my husband to eventually have a landscape business it was one of his because the owner really saw a lot of potential in Mark anyway it was just really fun to be with him and see all this kind of you know blossoming in his mind and just just being with him all day and it was just so fun it was a great experience and then <laughs> Something else that was interesting, I worked at a place. We lived in Albuquerque for a little while. After we got married, we just moved. We just moved west without a plan. One of those situations. And <clears throat> I worked in many jobs, but one of the jobs is I worked in just for like a few days, this restaurant, kind of like Hooters. I didn't realize I was getting a job there, but I could waitress. I worked at Denny's in high school <clears throat> and that Jenny's experience was interesting, but oh man, they had me wear some really revealing pants, like super tight spandex shorts, and they needed me to tuck in my shirt so everything was exposed. And oh my God, I remember thinking I'll never do that again. Like I'll never do that. I'll never like <laughs> put myself in that situation. So I only worked there a few days. I just remember feeling so like, ugh, gross. Um, what else did I learn? So I don't know, there's so many things I could talk about with each job. Denny's was super interesting. I'm gonna go back. I worked at Denny's in high school. Again, a lot of my friends didn't really work, but I always worked. I wasn't in sports and it was just something I really enjoyed was working and there was a Denny's I loved. It was on the south side and the counter area with these guys that had been coming in for, I swear to God, 20 years. And just to know their stories and just to be part of their lives. I mean, they would work. I mean, they would sit at my counter all day, maybe for four or five hours, maybe half of my shift or most of my shift. And just to learn about their stories. And one guy was like a gamble guy. He gambled all the time and he would go to, he'd hit it big and go to Vegas and bring all the guys from the counter to Vegas and um, lose it all and at one time he came he won the lottery and he gave us all all the waitresses some money it was it was awesome so that was interesting to just get to know all the people and like as a waitress you just all these inside things that happen like a bus of senior citizens pull up and you're all just like what the hell and you know the different like rushes you get like oh my gosh it's noon and there's six tables just sat at the same time you have to get them all in and out in an hour or less and that was just really fun. I enjoyed that. The challenge of like helping people, making them happy, being physical. So the jobs, my favorite jobs. So those are the things I learned. My favorite jobs were, um, I guess, working at Denny's in a weird way. I actually, I actually put a little heart by that when I wrote this out. And it was because I was running around and I was kind of helping people and understanding what they needed and being able to most of the time give it to them just that fulfillment of like that whole thing and it was super fun I mean Denny's is like a classic diner I guess that's how it is up here in the Midwest and it's just I don't know just super fun and I had I just enjoy connecting with people and then I guess one of my favorite jobs too is I was a home visitor um, for not quite 10 years like nine nine years or so but it was just so cool to be a home visitor be knock on the lady's door, go into a home, be a part of a family in their home. I mean, it's one thing when people come 
to see me for counseling, my private practice. But when you go into someone's house and they let you in and you sit on their couch or you're on the ground with their baby on the floor doing tummy time or, you know, really connecting with that family and showing them how to connect with their own child. And there were so many wonderful, great times in that job. And I just remember loving that so much, but I didn't get paid as much. I was in my undergrad program at the time. So I didn't, you know, wasn't even in, well, yeah, then I, I guess I was working in, I was in my graduate program at the time. So I didn't have the the degree yet to be a therapist. That's what it was. So I was working my way through college and um, didn't make enough, enough money really as much. So, but I just remember feeling like I could do this for a long time. And I did, I feel like nine years is a long time. Um, it was so, I had so much freedom driving job to job. I really enjoyed just getting in my car, listening to some music. I always had like a, a sunroof too. So that was really nice. I really enjoyed that. Um, that freedom and that flexibility, I kind of set my own hours. I mean, as much as you can when you work with going to <laughs> graduate school. So, but it was just a really fulfilling job. So basically I look at, you know, my favorite jobs and things that were interesting. Um, but why I work and what really hit me is, you know, every family has a different culture, you know, and I realized, you know, I had a single mom, so I had to cook and clean and all that to help her out. But also my sport was working. So I felt validation. I felt this connection, this teamwork. If I had a team I was working with, I love that connection with a team. I needed to kind of earn my keep. It was like to get independence, to have my own money. It was like my power. My money was my power. No one could kind of control that or take that away from me. And I really needed that in my life as a younger person. And I realized I just got a lot of praise from my bosses. Um, I really didn't, if I didn't like a job, I didn't stay long. I mean, you can see my track record, 30 jobs in 30 years. The last few jobs I've had, you know, I worked, I've been at this job eight years or so. Going into my eighth year, the job I had before that was 13 years. So think about that. I had 28 jobs in all those years. So I wouldn't stay at a job long if I didn't feel good about it or stay, if I didn't feel validated or wasn't connected to it. So it's just real interesting. Like, I guess my favorite job is the job I have now. I mean, my two favorite jobs are pretty much the high school social worker job. I'm running around. It reminds me a lot of Denny's in a way. I'm trying to connect with people and trying to get to where they, meeting them where they're at. And I'm gaining an understanding for what they need. And I'm trying to help them and in, in, in whatever they need. So it's kind of similar to working at Denny's and that sounds insane, but, and I really love my private practice. So I'm sitting, that private practice job has me mindful, sitting, opening their chart. It's like opening their book, their story. They're allowing me into their life and they're allowing me to help them at least listen and connect with them. And that is what I am. I'm a physical person and I'm a social person. So that is why I love the jobs that I've loved. Um, also, so what we're going to do is look at patterns, um, to look at the patterns of your jobs that you've worked. So if I look back at the 30 jobs in the 30 years, the pattern that I see that sticks out the most is that I'm happy, happiest when I'm 
physically active and I'm connecting with others. So that pattern was really interesting for me to see. The jobs that I just sat, I actually um, sat for, I don't know what jobs, but I, the jobs I sat for, I was the most unhappy. I realized that. Um, I guess when I was in the rec center in college and some other jobs where I just sat at a desk, um, yeah, not happy. So that was interesting to look at those patterns. So if you're looking at patterns of the past to kind of predict the next step in your life or stage in your life, it's really interesting to see what you kind of, you know, were happiest at in the past to see where you'll be happiest at in the future. So my challenge to you as a listener is do this exercise. It's really interesting to write down all the jobs you've had from beginning to end. I don't care. Throw everything in, babysitting, dog walking, everything you can think of. And then just maybe put a star by the ones that you learned something about yourself about and then like put a heart or whatever your system is of the ones that you really enjoyed. And it's just kind of cool how, how that is. You can see your trends and your patterns. And you know, what's hard as a therapist is when some people cannot work, I see that really, it's really tough for some people that cannot work because of a disability or a really long um, time of unemployment for whatever reason. Um, if they don't have a car or if they live in a part of the country where in rural communities, it's really tough, especially where we live. We don't have a lot of public transportation. The area we live in is, again, two hours west of a major city, two hours west of Chicago. So there's some of some areas where there is no way to get to work if you don't have a vehicle. So what I see in clients that have, you know, lags of unemployment or cannot work because of disability, they have problems with purpose. What is their purpose? They feel that they, you know, it's, it's this, this, sometimes it's this needing to figure that out, you know? So we'll do like empowerment exercises and activities together. Um, anything to kind of give them that feeling of validation that I spoke about earlier, that feeling of praise and self-worth. And so again, that's, that's another topic we could talk about some other time. And then I did talk about it on my empowerment um, podcast. Also hats off to stay at home moms and domestic goddesses. I mean, it's the most physically and emotionally demanding job in the universe. You know, I don't know if I could do it. I did it for a short time when the kids are little and the women I know in my life that stay at home with their kids or, you know, choose to not work and work in the home. It's just incredible. I have such ultimate respect for them. Um, hats off. I give them a hundred percent of my respect and credit. So again, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. It was just nice to kind of do that. And, you know, working is really important. It's, it's something that gives us value and it gives us purpose and it kind of makes us validated either within ourselves or in the community. And, um, it's just a cool ex activity to do. So I challenge you to try that. Thanks. 